From Luminary Media, you're listening to the AM Archives. This is Episode 5, Choices, by Lauren Shippen. folks, Lauren Shippen here with another audio drama recommendation for you. Today I want to talk about The Last City. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Are you? No, you shouldn't be. We've already upped the dosage. I don't... Oh, for Christ's sakes! I'm sorry, Mr. Chen. You had to stay asleep. For your sake and ours. Is everything okay? Don't you have better things to do than lurk outside the door, Agent Crawford? I I wasn't. I got an alert. Ah, yes. Miss Barnes' little toys. You don't approve. It's not that. I just have no use for a tablet that tells me what is going on at all times in this facility. All I need to see is what's right in front of me, and I have eyes for that. And they are much more reliable than a shiny piece of tech. Is he okay? I'm sorry? Alex, is he okay? He is now. What happened? Well, what happened? Is he all right? You all do know that I'm perfectly capable of doing my job, yes? Of course, Dr. Sharp. We were just concerned. There was a spike in his vitals. Did he have a (sighs) flare-up? I wish you wouldn't call it that. What else should I call it? Something less... uh, punny? Andrea. He's deteriorating. We already knew that. Yes, well, he's deteriorating more. You've upped the dosage again? Yes, as far as we know, this is the longest an atypical has ever been in a medically induced coma. It's certainly the longest any person has been in this state. So he's growing resistant. In a sense. I believe his body is simply, well, burning through the barbiturate faster than expected. What do we do? We had to increase the frequency of his IV drip to start. But, well, we're... We're running out of time. Yes. 
faster than we anticipated, and giving him more drugs as a band-aid, and one that could very easily be more harm than help at this point. What do you mean? The more we give him, the more unstable he'll become. His ability burns through the drug, which it sees as an intruder. So we add more drugs, so it starts to burn faster, and we go round and round and round until... Boom. Exactly. So we give him the serum, right? Dr. Sharp, you said you were nearly finished with it. I am finished with it, but it is completely untested. You don't think it'll work? No, I'm fairly certain it will, but on the slight chance it doesn't... Untested or not, it's Alex's decision. We need to figure out how to wake him up safely and long enough to give us his decision. He already consented. In L.A., while in incredible amounts of pain. Yes, thank you, Dr. Bright. I was the one who was actually there with him. I do remember... Well, if we woke him up now, he'd still be in incredible amounts of pain. Thank you, Agent Crawford. I'm glad someone sees sense. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not saying I agree with you. Look, Joan is right. Alex gave his consent months ago, before the serum was done, before we knew it would be untested. Well, if you all would let me do a trial... Absolutely not. If someone volunteers... Of course, I don't have any interest in testing a completely new drug on an unwilling participant. But you won't even let me ask our patients. We're not putting our clients in that position. They come to us at their most vulnerable states, many of them hating their ability. And it would be an abuse of power and position to even pose the question. Then someone on staff should do it. We also can't ask that of our staff, Dr. Sharp. Then I don't know what you expect me to do, Director. If you insist on painting me into a corner... That's enough, you two. You okay? God damn it, Sam. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to sneak up on you. You were kind of off in your own world. Yeah. What's going on with Alex? He's getting worse. They're all in there arguing about what to do with him. You didn't want to join? No, no, I, I was in there. It just got a bit... Um, do you... I mean, that is, can I... What do you need? Huh? I know what the beginnings of an anxiety attack look like. Trust me. Do you need to be left alone? Do you need a hug? A place to scream your lungs out? <laughs> I usually just go back in time where literally no one can hear you scream, but the utility closet near the infirmary with all the extra linens is pretty good. They absorb the sound. <laughs> Actually, that gives me an idea. Whew. Okay. That's better. Where'd you go? Just ran outside and ran around the property a couple of times. Probably a few miles. Yeah, that'll do it. Do you... Do you want to talk about it? How do you do it? Do what? Make the big decisions, the hard choices. I don't. I second-guess everything I do and try to listen to Joan. Actually, that's not true. I wish it were true. That I could just step back and let Joan and Owen make the big decisions. They... They balance each other in a weird way. Uh, what do you... Uh, what do you mean? No, not like, not like that. No, I, I didn't mean anything by... I, listen, I get it. Joan is really something else. I don't know what you're implying, but... Come on. You like her. Trust me, I know what you're going through. What? Wait, you mean you and... No, no, kind of. Um, okay. No, not that she's not... I mean, she is, but just not to me. Uh-huh. Falling for your therapist would have been a little too far into the unhealthy decision-making bucket for me. Yeah. Not that falling for my therapist's brother was exactly a healthy choice. Ah. Yeah. Look, I'm not... That is to say, I haven't... 
Don't tell John. <laughs> She's a smart woman. I think she'll probably figure it out for herself. God, that's embarrassing. Not Ugh. if it's reciprocated. Has she? You know what? Never mind. We shouldn't even be talking about this. She's my boss. You're my boss. I'm no one's boss. <sighs> to be honest... Well, to be honest, half the time I'm not even sure what I'm doing here. Agent Green asked, and I convinced Joan it was a good idea, and here we are. And I stand by the decision. It's important to have an atypical perspective on all of this, because as much as they care... They'll never really know. Right. But we have Mags, and now we have you, and I'm... An asset. Like I said, I don't know how you do this. Make these calls. When I started here, I didn't expect to be in these conversations so soon, and now it's... I know. But you really proved yourself that first day. Handling Sydney like that? We value your input. Not just as an atypical or someone who's been through an AM program, but as a person. Look, I don't know how much my perspective as someone who's been through the AM program will help. I don't have the rosiest view of it. I think that's exactly why it is helpful. What... What exactly is the story there? If you didn't have a good experience, then why? Why end up working for them? Yeah. Isn't that a question that applies to half the staff here? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Guess it makes us all masochists. <laughs> Maybe. Or it's just that we see something broken, go through something broken, and we want to fix it. Is that what made you sign up? I know that people have had it worse than me. That all in all, my time in Tier 3 wasn't all that bad. But some of the things I saw, the things I heard... You were in Tier 3? That doesn't... Make any sense? I know. You haven't visited Division 2, have you? It's huge, and a lot less hospital-like, and a lot more prison-like than this place. There are a lot of people there who don't belong there, and even the ones that do are usually miscategorized. How did you... I mean, I don't know if it's okay to ask, How but... did I end up here? Yeah. <laughs> I was an idiot teenager. What else? <laughs> you know how growing up there were always those kids that thought it was really cool to drag race their crappy cars down open streets late at night? Jackson, the more you get to know me, the more you'll realize that I don't know anything about what the kids were doing. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I've seen movies, I can imagine. Well, for some reason, those dirtbags were my friends. And once I figured out what I could do, I decided to join in on the racing. You know, without the car. Ah. Yeah. And teenagers aren't really known for their subtlety. Yeah, the AM wasn't exactly thrilled about me flaunting my ability to my fellow high schoolers. No, I'm sure they weren't. Two years later, and trust me, I wasn't about to start goofing off again. I, you were in Tier 3 for two years? How? Why on earth would they keep you for two years? Beats me. They didn't even seem to be experimenting. I think they just forgot about me. What about your parents? They thought I was in juvie. And therefore, a complete disgrace to the family. They weren't knocking down the AM's door to get me out. Yikes. We've cleared things up since then. I wouldn't say we're close, but they know about me now. The truth about me. And they can tell their friends I have a confidential job with the government, so they don't have to spend so much effort on saving face anymore. I know it could be worse. You know, Jackson, just because things could be worse doesn't mean they don't suck. <laughs> true. It's true. But, boy, <laughs> hearing about what Mark went through? 
knowing what some people in tier five have gone through, it puts things into perspective. Joan told you about Mark? Not in detail, but Director Green let some things slip and then Joan, well, I can fill in the blanks. Yeah, things were very bad here for a very long time. And you think shutting down Tier 5 will fix things? No, probably not. But it's a start. Or, well, the next step, I guess. The start was getting Wadsworth out of here. One person can't ruin an entire institution. I know, she had her problems, but Wadsworth was still just a person, like you and me. I know that. But, you know what they say, the fish rots from the head. And now she's even closer to the head of the whole organization. Yeah, well, that may have been rotten to begin with. Mr. Sandoval, welcome back. Thank you, Margaret. God, it's like being back home talking to you. My mother is the only other person who calls me Margaret. Ah. Well, it's a lovely name. Mags suits me just fine. Very well. How are things, Mags? Your timing can be better, actually. Busy day here today. Oh, it seems remarkably quiet. That's because we're shutting down. Excuse me? Not for good or anything. We're just going down to a skeleton crew. Essential personnel only. Why? Tier 5 is closing. Officially. Everyone is being evaluated or either released or placed elsewhere. I see. Pushing the difficult responsibilities to others, the A.M. way. What, like the Order didn't push the responsibility of taking care of atypicals onto the A.M. in the first place? As it happens, no we didn't. The A.M. was a result of the Order, but not of its best members. What do you mean? I won't bore you with the history. How many Tier 5s need to be evaluated? Five, I think. Three look pretty cut and dry, but Dr. Bright wants to chat with all of them before making a final decision. I think she's hoping most of them can be let go. Maybe after going through one of our outpatient programs. And what's to become of those who can't be let loose? I'm not sure. That's a bit above my pay grade. That's the solution. Just shut it all down. We can't keep going the way we're going. No, I agree with that, but... But you think the AM should still experiment on innocent people? No, of course not. But there are still problems to be solved, and those solutions aren't going to be reached by running a day spa. Look, I agree. Research still needs to be done, but we can't use patients as test subjects. Obviously. But even typical humans will volunteer for medical experiments. This doesn't have to be different. Except it is different. Atypicals are often scared and desperate, and it's very easy to take advantage of that. People who have cancer and join drug trials are also scared and desperate. So you're saying that you have no problem with Dr. Sharp giving a drug to an unconscious patient with no written consent? I'm saying I don't want to see someone suffer because of their ability. None of us do. But if we're going to do this right, we have to do it all right. Or at least as much as we can. You say you're not ready for these big decisions, and yet here you are, making them. Look, having an opinion is not the same as making a decision. What seemed to be the consensus in there? 
I don't know. Sharp wants us to try the drug on someone conscious and less prone to explode, but Director Green doesn't want to ask any patients, and he's right, so... So it has to be one of us on staff. Looks like. Well, fuck. <laughs> Couldn't have put it better myself. <sighs> Would you do it? <sighs> I don't know. It's not permanent, right? I mean, that's the idea. Something that someone could take every day to suppress their ability, but it's not a... A, a cure? I hate that word. <laughs> we don't need to be cured. Look, I believe it is Dr. Sharp's intention to make it temporary, yes. But still, the thought is uh, daunting. It's funny. Two years ago, I would have jumped at the chance to get rid of my ability. Really? Absolutely. I hated it. It ruined so many parts of my life and then trapped me. But now? Now, I'm learning to love it. Joan, she... She taught me that it could be my strength. I'll never be able to repay her for that. I know what you mean. I never had a contentious relationship with my ability, but I don't know that I fully appreciated it before I went through the AM. That appreciation may be the one thing I'm grateful to Tier 3 for. I want to be brave enough to step forward and take the serum and save Alex's life, but I just, I don't know if I am. Me neither. I should get back in there. Right, yeah, I should, uh, I'm gonna go check on Mags. Right, yeah. Well, thanks, Sam, for the talk. You too, Jackson. And for what it's worth, I'd trust you with the big decisions. you to rejoin us. Are you all right? Fine. I was just talking to Sam. Where are we at? Exactly where you left us. We can't seem to agree on the best way to proceed. Andrea, let's get down to brass tacks. How much time do we have exactly? Until what? Until Alex completely combusts. Is that really a possibility? Very much so, Director. It's impossible to say with certainty. I've never been in this particular position before. But I wager we have a few weeks. Six at most. Jesus. And that will... That would kill him? Owen. What? It's a reasonable question. Could you survive spontaneous combustion? No, but I'm not a pyrokinetic, am I? Yes. It would almost certainly kill him, and very likely all of us as well. We have no way of knowing how large the explosion would be. Wonderful. Which is why I think it's important to... Um... Excellent reflexes, Agent Crawford. Thanks. Are you okay? Fine. <laughs> you? Fine. How is Alex? Stable, it seems. For now. We'll continue to up the dosage, but we need to do something. Soon. Or the next time will be much, much worse. So where is Lee now? Taking in the scenery, he said. 
He's a bit of a weird one, isn't he? He's a hermit who lives in the middle of nowhere and acts as an ambassador for an ancient secret society. He's honestly a lot less weird than I was expecting. <laughs> That's fair. Weird in a bad way? What? Do you think he's weird in a bad way? I mean, if you feel like there's something off about him... No, then... nothing like that at all. He's just very particular, but otherwise perfectly nice as far as I can tell. Okay, good. Chloe really trusts him, but you never know. Who is Chloe? You've mentioned her a couple of times, but... I... Oh, she was one of Joan's patients, like me. A telepath. Hmm. She went to stay with Lee for a little while when she got hurt. Her mom was actually the one that was able to pull him out of retirement so that we could have an order ambassador again. Gotcha. And you and she... We... What? Were you guys together? What? No. I mean, not that... God, what is it today? Why do people think I've had a thing with all of my friends? <laughs> I don't know, man. The way you talk about them... I'm allowed to love my friends, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. You just, you know, give off a queer vibe. I do? Are you not? I am... I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Oh. Oh, sorry. I thought No, were... no, no. It's, it's fine. I mean, um, I can't say that I'm... I'm not. I, I mean, I've never thought about Joan or Chloe that way, but I mean, well, I didn't have friends or boyfriends or girlfriends or anything for so much of my life, so I guess it just, you know, it never really occurred Sam, to... Sam, it's okay. <sighs> you don't owe me any kind of explanation. I didn't mean to pry. No, no, you're not prying. It's, it's a valid question. You know, maybe one I should have asked myself before. You never have? No. I, I've only really felt that way about one person, and there wasn't any thinking with Mark. It just was. Oh. What was different about him? I can't put my finger on it. I mean, part of it was that I thought he was cute, obviously. And you haven't felt that way about girls before? Um, no, I, 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 w I wouldn't say that, but it's, well, anyway, with him, I just, I knew. There's, um, there's a pit in my stomach and I get rambly and flustered. <laughs> No offense, Sam, but you're rambly and flustered a lot. No wonder people can't tell the difference. Hey, just because I'm that way around you doesn't mean I'm always like that. I mean, um, you know what? Don't we have work to do? I, I feel like we should get back to work. Sam, wait, what, what could that be? Oh my god, Mark? Hey, Sam. production of Atypical Artists. The series is written by Lauren Shippen, Octavia Bray, and Caitlin Schneiderhan. This episode was written by Lauren Shippen. In it, you heard the voices of Julia Morizawa as Dr. Bright, Ian McEwen as Agent Green, Lauren Shippen as Sam, Bryce Charles as Mags, Dion Earle as Jackson, Diana Inosanto as Dr. Sharp, Felipe Figueroa as Lee Sandoval, and Andrew Nowak as Mark. This episode was directed by Lauren Shippen and sound designed by Misha Stanton. Original score by Evan Cunningham. 
The AM Archives is produced by Lauren Shippen, Jordan Cope, Brigham Snow, and Evan Cunningham. Thank you for listening, and stay strange. Thank you.